Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Tuesday, February 13th, and here are your top stories. First, Flynn Group explores sale of majority stake. Sources tell Reuters that the potential deal could value the Applebee's and Taco Bell franchise portfolio company at $5 billion. Second, new bill would offer some restaurant exemptions to California's $20 minimum wage bill. AB 610 would carve out eight new exemptions from the definition of fast food restaurant. Third, menu tracker, new items from Starbucks, Jack in the Box, and Friendly's. See what chains added to menus this week. Fourth, Dunkin' introduces new LTO menu items during Super Bowl commercial with Ben Affleck and Tom Brady. The chain introduced several new limited edition menu items based on the ad. And finally, Taco Bell execs are confident about new menu items despite added complexity. Such added complexity, including from a new cantina chicken menu, comes with operational risks, such as slower service times. Now let's dive deeper into one of these stories. Taco Bell had its inaugural Live Moss event Friday in a pop-up space in Las Vegas Strip, harnessing a little extra energy from the city amid its Super Bowl revelry. The brand hosted about 300 of its most loyal fans for a show that featured DJ LP Gobby, Feed the Beat artists Armani White and Omar Apollo, a brief Taco Bell Awards ceremony, and CEO Sean Tresvant, Chief Food Innovation Officer Liz Matthews, and CMO Taylor Montgomery providing a 2024 update in front of a flashy backdrop. The scene was somewhat reminiscent of an Apple Watch event, but instead of highlighting the latest iPhone or New Vision Pro, executives ticked off a number of new products coming down the pike this year, spanning all day parts, and including entirely new platforms and partnerships for the 62-year-old company. The new news comes on the heels of parent company Yum Brands' Q4 call last week, in which David Gibbs said that Taco Bell would launch at least one new product every five weeks, or twice the rate of 2023. It's not as though the brand was stagnant in 2023, by the way. So why even more acceleration, and why now? For more on this story, let's turn to Alicia Kelso. So Taco Bell held its inaugural Live Moss Live event uh, last week in a pop-up space on the Las Vegas Strip, and it was, you know, intentionally uh, time to sort of harness that crazy energy that was going on in Las Vegas, uh, ahead of the, the Super Bowl. In fact, I, I go to Vegas a couple times a year and I've never seen anything like that, to be honest. So this brand, as mentioned, was a pop-up event. It hosted about 300 people, uh, in this tent off the strip. And most of those people were, uh, Taco Bell's most loyal fans. And, uh, you know, it, it took advantage of its Feed the Beat program and uh, had artists like Armani White and Omar Apollo. It had a DJ LP Gabi, um, a brief Taco Bell awards ceremony. And then three executives got up on stage and spoke, including CEO uh, Sean Tresvant, um, the chief food innovation officer, Liz, uh, Liz Matthews, who's been with the brand, by the way, for about 20 years. And then their chief marketing officer, um, Taylor Montgomery. And essentially what the three of them touched on was uh, uh, an update on their 2024 menu pipeline. And this was interesting uh, timing uh, to me because Yum! Brands, parent company Yum! Brands earnings call was two days ahead of this Live Moss Live event. And on that call, Yum! CEO David Gibbs mentioned that Taco Bell was going to have um, basically accelerate their menu innovations with one new product every five weeks this year, or twice the rate of 2023. Uh, so that sort of made me turn my head a little bit because it, you know anybody who follows Taco Bell knows that it's not really a stagnant brand. They're always launching stuff. 
they're always testing stuff. Um, you know, so to, to hear that they're going to double uh, the pace of, of menu innovations is, is really intriguing. So, you know, I, I had the opportunity to talk to Liz Matthews and ask her why such acceleration and especially why now. Um, and, you know, her answer was pretty straightforward. They spend a lot of time with their fans, listening to their fans on all channels, and they simply want more uh, reasons to visit Taco Bell. Um, you know, this is this is a, a sort of a product of younger generations. So I know that we probably beat that dead horse yeah, to death, but Taco Bell is very much a younger consumer-driven brand. Gen Z, um, I imagine, I mean, my nine-year-old likes it, so I imagine Gen Alpha will be pretty strong up in this brand, uh, you know, for years to come. Um, but this brand really embraces a lot of co-creation with its fans. You know, it it brought back the Mexican pizza because fans pretty much demanded it, uh, for example. And then it became, you know, one of the most successful products in history. Same with its nacho fries, just tons of examples all over the place. So, you know, when when Liz Matthews says that her that Taco Bell's fans are asking for more, they're gonna do more because that's simply their their modus operandi, right? And um, the the most intriguing part about this is that you know their fans have said that they want more chicken, and so we're gonna see a ton, a ton more chicken come from the brand this year. In fact, Taco Bell seems to be positioning itself as more of a chicken player. Um, similar to the way McDonald's started doing back in maybe 2019, 20, 2020. And, you know, it's simply going where the consumers are. Chicken surpassed beef as the most consumed protein uh, about two or three decades ago. And now it's, you know, um, continues to grow and is in, continues to be in high demand, particularly, again, among younger consumers who want chicken, uh, especially portable chicken. So, the way Taco Bell is doing that is in March, it's going to launch a new cantina chicken menu. It's got five new items, uh, like a cantina chicken burrito and soft taco and hard taco, for example. Um, these items, they feature oven roasted and shredded chicken. Um, it's going to be seasoned with spices and uh, you know chilies. And it's going to also include other new ingredients um, you know, introduced to Taco Bell, like purple cabbage and pico de gallo. Um, and then they have a new sauce coming, avocado verde salsa. So this was the big headline, um, you know, from the event. Taco Bell's executives got up there and talked about a boatload of new products coming out, um, you know, in the coming months, in the coming 12 months. Um, but this was the this was sort of the hi- the highlight of that. All of that new news is simply this chicken, this cantina chicken menu. Um, and their chief marketing officer, Taylor Montgomery, pretty much, you know, summarize why they're going for uh, such a Hail Mary here on chicken. And he basically said, we know you guys love us for, for late night and we want you to love us for more than just late night. And um, fans have told Taco Bell that they would visit more for lunch if there were more chicken options. So the company is solving for that um, sort of lunch lull compared to the late night day part by offering more chicken. And it would be interesting because this is obviously a very intensely uh, competitive category. Um, you know, you have the traditional players like Chick-fil-A and, and KFC and Popeyes, of course. Uh, then you also have McDonald's making a huge play, uh, a bigger play into chicken. And now here comes Taco Bell. Um, so this is going to be a fun category, 
I think, for us to follow, uh, especially this year with Taco Bell throwing a really big hat in this ring. It's not just the cantina menu, though. They're also offering, uh, they're also going to come out uh, nationwide with their chicken nuggets that they started testing last fall, um, which was interesting to me because their sister brand, KFC, just launched nuggets in April. And um, they also have a couple of other items like the cheesy chicken crispinata um, that feature chicken as either the main protein or uh, protein choice. Um, so that to me, again, is the the head the headline from this, um, you know, the sort of dizzying array of menu news that came out of this event. Um, it doesn't stop with chicken, though. They're going to Taco Bell's going to feature uh, more beverages. They have a partnership coming out with Beekeeper Coffee um, to co-create a horchata cold brew latte. Um, this was my, we got to try, by the way, I failed to say this in the beginning. We got to try all these menu items at this event. And my favorite was the churro chillers, which is basically a line of shakes, uh, that went into test in December and will move into a bigger test this year. Um, uh, basically is a direct response for fans asking for more of these afternoon treats. We've heard plenty about the beverage space in the past year, especially, uh, from the likes of Dutch Bros and Seven, you know, Seven Brew and McDonald's Cosmics, and so McDo- or Taco Bell is very much in- injecting itself um, into this narrative uh, more as well. Um, and something else we're going to see this year: the Mountain Dew Baja Blast is turning 20, and it's it, it hit restaurants in uh, August 2004 as an exclusive drink in Taco Bell restaurants in a partnership with Mountain Dew. And uh, Taco Bell is going to, quote, host a birthday party for the Baja Blast, and it's going to do so by offering a a gelato in this flavor. Uh, And also I got to try this Baja Blast pie, which is a a very unusual and very unnatural color, but it was actually quite good. It reminded me sort of of a key lime pie that you would get, you know, in in Key West or something. Um, Another, I, I think, innovation that's going to make big news is a Cheez-It Crunch Wrap. Um, it, it features a Crunch Wrap basically stuffed stuff with a Cheez-It that is 16 times bigger than a regular Cheez-It. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going, they're not targeting my demographic with this, but the crowd certainly got very excited about this huge Cheez-It in the middle of a Crunch Wrap. They're also going to offer this huge Cheez-It in the middle of a Tostado uh, as well. And I think uh, to to close on the menu innovations, uh, something that I'm keenly interested in because we've been having this conversation among our editorial uh, team for uh, uh, several months now as more consumers, they simply want more sauces. Taco Bell is well positioned here to meet this demand because it's always been sort of a a sauce forward company, if that makes sense. So um, there are actually going to be more sauces coming out of Taco Bell, including that avocado verde salsa. Salsa that I mentioned, um, but Taco Bell has several partnerships coming up with smaller companies that will uh, include the co-creation of new um, new items, including uh, sauce companies like Tahin, Secret Aardvark, and, and Disha Hot. Um, they are also going to come out with a Chaco Taco um, in partnership with Salt and Straw Ice Cream that was also very delicious. I, I guess I gravitated more toward the d- desserts uh, during that tasting but the, the this Chaco Taco came with three different topping and dipping sauces, too. So sauces is going to be a bigger part of this conversation alongside beverages, you know, alongside chicken and, and of course, the giant cheese it 
what does this all mean? Well, I, I don't know. It just means that they are looking for more occasions. Um, you know, like we mentioned, they are going after a bigger lunch crowd. They're obviously going after, uh, you know, a chicken demand that obviously very much exists. Um, and, you know, the one question, the one outstanding question that I had for both uh, Liz Matthews and Tyler Montgomery is, you know, how does this impact operations? And, you know, both of them seem very confident that these menu items are going to be well worth any additional operational complexity introduced you know, into the restaurants. And that, and that includes new SKUs, you know, like the, the cantina chicken uh, by itself includes new purple cabbage, for example, and new taco shells. Um, and we're talking more than 7,000 U.S. restaurants across the country. Um, so some of these things are still being worked out. The shakes, for example, require new blenders. Um, and they're, they're just moving to a bigger test, and they're going to make sure that the blenders are indeed the solution for this for this product. Um, others, they've got figured out this cantina menu comes out next month and they've been training team members already for the past several months. So um, they don't seem worried about operational complexity, even though this is one of several restaurant brands that trimmed back the, the menu um, during COVID. And um, as Liz Matthews said, the, uh, you know, the franchisees, in fact, are very, very excited about the potential here to get more uh, use cases out of, you know, chicken, for example, to get more use cases out of desserts, uh, to get add-ons and, and everything. So obviously this is something we'll keep up, we'll keep an eye on and we'll certainly keep you posted. But for now, buckle up because you got plenty of new things to eat from Taco Bell in the next 12 months. And and uh, I can tell you from personal experience, it's it's really good stuff here. So we'll keep you posted. Stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news at NRN.com.